color hella black. Vibes in Delancey, I see y'all. Niggas really outside. <laughs> yeah. Got a block, they never gave us a lot. Two on the clock, they barely gave us a shot. Couples running over, they didn't save us a drop. Shit spilled over, they never gave us a mop. Nigga, fuck a cop, fuck a pig, fuck a op. Fuck Donald Trump, CNN, and Fox. Bitch, I'm paid in full, I should pull up in a drop. Fuck the DEA, FBI, and SWAT. Never get complacent. The house ain't a home when it's bacon. Trying to fry a pig, I smell bacon. How they build the hood and the power of the day. Yo, Pooh Shiesty. is just. He he, <laughs> good lord. I, I mean, yeah, that, that's a little. That's a little. And my man said she talking about settling down, and I'm with the crew. <laughs> that sounds like nope. Um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode seventy two <laughs> of the Splashcast, the Around the League edition. Wow. <laughs> I'm your co-host Reggie, and I'm your co-host Norwood. And you're right, you're here. You can hear us, and that is that means it is a winning Monday, baby. Winning first one of the year. Monday, first, first one of the year. First winning Monday of the first year. First one of the year. You see, I got the Hawks paraphernalia on. I got the Braves paraphernalia in the back. I got the, I mean, I'm sorry, Falcons paraphernalia, Braves paraphernalia, Falcons paraphernalia. It's winning Monday. Y'all said we was only gonna have two wins this year. I'm never we gonna got let one. anybody. I'm never gonna let you forget that. I will never let you forget that you picked the Houston Texans to be better than the Falcons. The Houston Texans. Texans are not playing terrible football, though. They are not better than the Falcons. I will never let you forget that you picked uh, the Detroit Lions. Eh, they're actually not playing bad football either. To be better than the Falcons. About to say. But the Seahawks, we for sure better than. We for sure better than the Seahawks. We better than the Baker Mayfields, to be honest. And if you really want to be honest, we're better yes. than the, we're yes. better than the Tanks, too. We're better than the yep, Tanks, too. I knew, I knew it. I knew it. I for sure knew it. Because we told you. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know how it goes when it comes to the Around the League edition of episode 72 of the Splash Cast. We talk about our HBCU news around the culture. We talk about uh, news around football and basketball, both college and pro. Then we round it out with our splashes of the week. If you have a chance, uh, you know that we also do the pregame as well. We just finished that. That will be out. Y'all make sure y'all go listen to that. We talked about Vibes, uh, vibes are impeccable. The vibes are impeccable. You can see at the bottom of the screen here, this is a sneak preview of the Splash Cast 36 pack uh, that will be released on Wednesday. We re release an episode soundtrack to every episode, every Wednesday. Rain, sleet, snow, or shine. We are more dependable than the post office uh, when it comes and to I the challenge 36 you. part. I challenge you to go to any week and tell me that I did not give you a song you never heard and is you couldn't find one that you didn't like. I dare you. Boy, uh, before we get started, I just got to say, because we, we recorded the ATL edition yesterday, and we watched a football game that ended in the score of 11 to 10. We this are is now, just as bad. We are now watching another football game where with two minutes left in the, second ha in the first half, it is 6 to 3. We have watched. We are now watching the second of two baseball games, and disguised as football. It's like watching paint dry. And I can confidently say Cooper Rush is Andy Dalton's hidden stepbrother. <laughs> yeah. Is less athletic and less good. Boy, oh man, he 
Nope, I'm not going to shade a black man. I'm about to shade a, uh, 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 some of the brothers in the NBA. But nope, not going to do it. Um, with that being said, y'all know, let's get to the HBCU news around the culture, man. Where you want to start? Let's see. Let's see. Got a couple oh, topics you know we're going to talk about start, today. <laughs> let's save that for the end so I can be mad before I... Uh... What are you talking about? Fam? Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll start out with some news from Georgia Tech. I know y'all are talking about... Hey, you said HBCU news. Why are we talking about Georgia Tech? Well, let me tell you. Georgia Tech just fired their GM. I mean, not GM. I guess it's GM. <laughs> it could be GM. Oh, hell, I mean, it's, athletic director is GM at this point. Uh, athletic director. They fired their athletic director, and they fired Jeff Collins, their coach, who's been there for four years, well, three and, three and a quarter years. And over those three years, he's won 10 games. Um, they have been blown out a thousand points to very few points this year. Um, the recent loss to Central Florida followed that followed up the blowout against Ole Miss. Uh, so they fired them. So y'all are wondering, well, what does that mean? How still? What does that have to do with HBCU culture? Guess who is one of the leading candidates? Or I say. Guess who's one of the candidate leading candidates to go on the wish list is Dion Sanders. Dion Sanders, you know, he has pretty much Atlanta in the palm of his hand with all the connections he has because he is. Would you say he's the most beloved Atlanta Falcon? I would say so. Maybe. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say without so. a doubt. He's the most yeah. beloved Atlanta Falcon in franchise history, which is hard to believe since he only played for us for four years. But uh, he's the most beloved Atlanta Falcon. Um, he always has nothing but positive things to say about the Falcons. I think that's something that's really understated about Dion. He has never really come out and bashed the Falcons, he, no matter what he, moves they do. He's a mercenary, though. But, okay. You so, Dion, I think he has a, a unique connection with Atlanta because he's like our first megastar. So I think that he carries a lot of, like, Atlanta. He, he loves the city. Mm-hmm. He said he wished he would have stayed. And, Atla- and Atlanta, foolish. you know, yeah, go, no, go in, dog. But <laughs> Atlanta treats him like he, like he's from there. Yeah, he is. He is. He, he can do no wrong in the city. He's highly respected. My favorite um, athlete for sure. What you talking about? <laughs> Dion and for him, if he were to come to Georgia Tech, now I will say, I'm not. I don't want him to go to Georgia Tech. I don't want him to go to Georgia Tech. I really don't want him to leave an HBCU because he's building something special at Jackson State. But I agree. I understand Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech, Tech shooting moves. I yeah. I mean, you already have the recruit, s- you have the recruiting hotbed that is Georgia. The state of Georgia right now is leading the country in pro football players being coming out of high schools in the state of Georgia. Um, it is a hotbed. The state of Georgia is a hotbed for most companies moving here. So the you already see how he gets sponsorships for Jackson State. That would just go over times a thousand. Steroids. I mean, in, it's, yeah, it's go a good space mm-hmm. because he could probably – he, if you see what he's doing with Jackson State, you know, Georgia Tech is right there. It makes, it makes it, 
you could see how he could be in competition with Georgia pretty quickly. Not quickly. I don't think quickly. I think it would be I think Georgia would have to fall off for it to happen quickly. I think it's more of a Florida State, Florida thing, right? If you if you got these kids who have the grades and you say, Hey, you want to go to Athens or you want to go to you could really you could change Georgia Tech from what it is. And we know right now it's like, okay, these guys are smart, but they're not gonna be super competitive. You could legitimize Georgia Tech overnight. Um, so, well, I mean, let's have a conversation. If he goes to Georgia Tech, I think the biggest thing that he would have to do, which is what he is good at right now, is be a salesman. He he would have to bring in a whole lot of money, a lot of NIL money, um, and which is what, he, I mean, he's good at doing it. But Atlanta. The reason, the reason I don't see this happening is because he's got his whole family at Jackson State. He's got both yeah, his kids. I, I, all his three, impact is larger. His, his impact his is kids. larger to us, to the black community. I feel like. Well, I, I don't even think it's that. I think if he didn't have any kids at Jackson State, I pro, I, I think that this may be a no brainer in like a year. Yeah. But his daughter but is a freshman. I don't think so. Because, well, I mean, do on, you take well, this job or Florida State? Hold on. His daughter's a, well, Florida State's not getting a new coach. His daughter's a freshman. Um, his son is a sophomore. His other son is a junior, and then his oldest son runs the media department for the foot for the for the football team. So you have to at least wait four years, unless his daughter's just going to transfer. You have to wait yeah. four years for her to finish. You're not going to. Plus, his is that his wife, girlfriend, wife, nope. wife, girlfriend, so, partner, partner, partner. His partner. His partner is entrenched in in Jackson State culture as well. So you would have to wait at least three years for that to happen, in my opinion. Um, if And if he were to up and leave now, Jackson State would just be up in arms, boy. And I don't know, I don't know if he wants his reputation to take that hit because he's been so invested in Jackson State. But it is interesting to think about Dion going to Georgia Tech. But, I mean, you think if – you think if Dion said I, I want to go to Florida State tomorrow, you think that they're telling him no? Yes. Right now, yes. They're they're four and zero. They're not going to fire a coach. They've already, they already Florida State already fired a coach in the first season, and then brought in another coach who's bad. Then brought in another coach, so not they Dion, can't bro. they can't do that again. They can't do that again. Billy Napier, let me tell you this. Dion ain't going to Florida. <laughs> they might they throw a lot of money hey, at him, he might. <laughs> but, the gra- that's, that's probably the best place for him to go. No, it's not. Why would you say that, Homer? Because <laughs> him and Florida State are not on the best of terms right now. No, he they and I, they won't be. They won't be they won't be on the best of terms until they come and try to offer him the bag. I think the long con Dion, if we're going to talk about it, I think the long con Dion will have a Florida State is he's going to try to schedule a game between Jackson State and Florida State. That's what he's going to try to do. Never doing that. Why would you do that? Why would you not? No, because we had stand nothing to do but lose here. Who has nothing to do with lose here? Oh, Florida, Florida State? State. Yeah. 
not doing you a solid and you flipped our no you took hunter you think i'm gonna let you take hunter from from us and then let him let you show him off against us <laughs> hell no hell and i gotta pay you to do it man my money would go to hell before i go to you yeah, but your money will quadruple you know how much tickets would be I, don't the care. whole state of Mississippi would dry down. I'm already rich. I'm already rich. I don't know, man. I it, I can see why Florida State wouldn't do it. Would I you can't. do it if you were Florida State? I probably would. Yeah. Don't even, I would. Dion, don't even hit my line, dog. <laughs> well, no, Dion ain't calling you. You got to call Dion. Oh, I'm definitely not calling you to give you money so you can beat me. But it, I mean, just from a from a from an economic standpoint, they would that would that game would sell out in seven minutes. Soon as they released the schedule, that game would be out. It'd be sold out, and yeah. I all of HBCU culture would be there. I'd be there. I'd go. I'd go to that game, masked up. But um, let's get to these scores. I don't think Dion's going to to wrap this up. I don't think Dion's going to Georgia Tech. Um, I cannot it's wait for him to, to talk be the about coach it. of the Florida Gators. Boy, <laughs> let's 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 go. I would know what to do. Norwood is wishing for y'all Florida State so, Seminole to y'all be the coach would be of the so sick of me uh, if Dion was coaching the Gators. Yeah, we probably wouldn't have a podcast because I I you'd be insufferable. Oh, it would be the Gator Report. That's what it would be. <laughs> I don't think Dion's. I'd be. He could go but, crazy there too. Yeah. Uh yeah. So George School, they're opening up the checkbook for him. He could and oh my goodness. Recruit your face off, bro. You and you can be you can be the king of Florida every year. Uh yeah, you'd have to get Billy. So you giving up on Billy Napier already. We'll get there. Um Let's get to the let's get to the scoreboard. Swag football week four. Look at, look at that. Look at that. Look at right look top. at Grambling. Grambling got beat thirty six to nineteen. Now look at Gambling. <laughs> Grambling is uh uh he was in his first year, um, but and they got blown out by Jackson State last year. And Jackson State, for all intents and purposes, is the Alabama of the Swag right now. They are destroying until proven otherwise. Yeah, until proven otherwise. Um, Bethune Cookman was picked to finish last in this, or second to last in the SWAC, I believe. I had no. They boat raced. They were going to be. They boat raced them in the second. second Uh, Sorry uh, to this man. The quarterback, the quarterback and running back for uh, the running back for Bethune Cookman had 19 carries for 162 yards. He was actually one of the four SWAC players of the week uh, this week, along with going to the next game. Jackson State won 49 to seven. Shador Sanders. Uh, Shador Sanders. I mean, Jackson State running back had six carries for 118 yards. Shador Sanders threw the ball. 51 times. He had four touchdowns and he only missed 11 passes. He had 10, 10 Chucking. yards a pass. They are going to get him to right the NFL now. for sure. Yeah, he's going to get him to the NFL. And But what's interesting about this Jackson State-Mississippi Valley State game is, if you notice the first quarter, it was 14-7. Now, 
Mr. Valley State didn't score no more. And and that's all she wrote. But Dion has always said that Jackson State starts out slow, which they do. They start out slow and then they just pour it on in like the third and fourth quarter, which is good. Fourteen coaching. points in a quarter ain't exactly slow. But to a okay, so Dion wants them to dominate. Dion is saying you you don't play the team, you play the standard. So you yeah, know, that's that's that Nick Saban mentorship. Uh, pretty much every coach that has come up under Nick Saban or somebody that has worked with Nick Saban says we don't coach the, for the team, we coach for the standard. And that's what he's trying to instill at Jackson State, despite all the circumstances. He does not accept any excuses about the water. Still looking at you, uh, leadership of Mississippi uh, and Brett Favre. Um, He does not make any excuses. So they are out there, and he holds them accountable and makes them that clean up the locker room. It's just overall good mentorship. But when yeah. it comes back to football, they got – That wants boy definitely said, that. don't leave nothing in this locker room. <laughs> clean up. Oh, damn. Uh, Texas Southern got brought back down to earth against Texas San Antonio, 52-24 after they blanked Southern last week. Good old FAMU. Well, let's, let's before we get to FAMU, Alcorn State, we picked them to beat Pine Bluff. They won Prairie View. Beat Running Alabama back went State. crazy, too. Uh, for Alcorn State? Yeah, yeah. 24 rushes for 295 yards and four touchdowns. Uh, well, I feel yeah. sorry for the linebackers on the other team. You just out there praying. Like, just getting beat catch down. Crown. Anything. <laughs> Boy, stop. Hey, pick somebody else. Uh Prairie View. Uh the third team in Mississippi um beat Alabama State. And they are now two and zero in the SWAC. Uh they played really well. Southern was off. Uh and then we had FAMU and Alabama A and M. Before we get to Hampton and the MEAC, let's talk about FAMU. In HBCU investigation. This is the uh, second school we've talked about. This very, very same uh, thing. Tennessee State was the first school. Oh, so this uh, is the third. North Carolina A&T? Yeah, it was A&T. Well, Tennessee State was the first one. A&T is the second. FAMU is the third. Where Forbes has been investigating um, and found that the state of Florida has underfunded FAMU by nearly two billion dollars with a b billion dollars since 1987 a new class action lawsuit is seeking to even the score with the majority white university of florida and you could probably say florida state too um two billion dollars and that's just i was born in 86 this happened in 87 you know who this directly reflect reflects effect excuse me me (laughs) so Everybody talks about HBCU sports and HBCUs in general. And, you know, we have in in the culture, we have the HBCU PWI discussion and all that other stuff. But when stuff like this comes out that you've been underfunding the schools by two billion dollars, two billion dollars over thirty five years. I, I don't even what's this. And I what is know. the biggest gripe between HBCUs and PWIs? Money. Funding, 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 and then we find out, it, you know, dog. That's myself, five I, million. I that's five point seven million dollars a year that that the school did not see for 35 years. Could you imagine anybody that went to a small school? Don't even talk about HBCU. I'm not going to try to raise my voice because I told you I'm getting over uh, being sick. 
imagine what an HBCU school or imagine what a small school could do with $5.7 million every single year. $5.7 million. It's so frustrating because they talk about, oh, well, you guys just don't have the resources, don't have the resources, don't have the resources. Then you find out that the resources were just taken from you. Like every other resource ever has been taken from you and then it's blamed on you because you don't have it. And this is, in spite of that, you still had many years where FAMU upset Division I schools in basketball, in baseball, and in football. No, what are you talking about? This is still one of the best engineering programs in the world. Let's not joke, man. And law school. This is immensely frustrating. And it shows the resilience these universities have to still put out great alumni every year in spite of. You know what this reminds me of? Being just robbed blind. You know what this reminds me of? Redlining? Yes, it reminds me of (laughs) redlining. It reminds me of, uh, you made me forget my train of thought with that joke. (laughs) Go ahead, finish your thought. I don't want to say anything. Um, no, it's just just take everything. Whatever whatever a human might need, we will make sure that you guys do not have access to it. Good health care? Nope, can't do that. Education? Now nah, we'll just take $2 billion from one, from the few institutions that you had to have because we wouldn't let you into ours. Housing? Oh, we'll make sure that, no, all of those houses go into a different neighborhood. Just trash. The state of Maryland, apparently, um, according to the in the comments, was sued by HBCUs, uh, various HBCUs, and had to award $577 million. $577 million. So the next time you, you see an HBCU on TV and you're wondering why they're taking these money games, wow, I didn't even think about it, that, that angle of this conversation. Y'all are underfunding us. So then we have to accept the money game to play you after you take, we can't, uh, we can't compete uh, with you on recruiting. So then you beat that, you beat down on us and make us look even worse. Like this is full fledged conspiracy theory to me. Hey, anybody that can make a tin foil fitted this, hat, please this, jump ain't, in my this is not conspiracy, conspiracy theory. This <laughs> is straightforward facts. This happened. This affected this group of people, not to mention that, I would assume if we had an extra $5 million a year, education probably be a little bit better. means that everybody might have a little bit better job. So you literally took money out of my fucking pocket. Hmm. Yeah. Took money out of my pocket. Not my problem, though, right? Bootstraps. Grab your bootstraps. Lace them up tight. Man. Oh, no. I don't know. Get me in the bootstraps conversation because nobody else does the bootstraps conversation either. Man, did we freeze? How are we uh, gonna we- talk about bootstraps? You keep stealing my shoes. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So let's get back to the scores. Pay HBCUs um, what you owe, you motherfuckers. Pay us. I know I'm not supposed owe. to cuss like that, but this is what we talk about. This is disrespectful. It's wrong, and I don't like people playing with my money. This is actually my money. Hey, man. Please pay us back so we can educate some new people, bro. 
the MEAC is going to be a very interesting place this year. For the last five years, I want to say ever since they had the mass exodus, it's really been a two-team race. It's been between A&T, South Carolina State. Central is sprinkled in there every every now and then. South Carolina State was a heavy favorite over A&T. A&T beat them 41-27. 41-27. A fully whooped ass, too, boy. Now, Shaq Davis for South Carolina State still has six catches for 227 yards and a touchdown. Uh, South Carolina State's quarterback was 26-49 for 367 yards and four touchdowns. But A&T just was playing out of their mind. Uh... 12 rushes for 140 yards and two touchdowns by the starting running back to Tutton. Um, I'm sure this will have implications. Why will this have implications? Because the nationally ranked FCS nationally ranked undefeated North Carolina Central Eagles beat Virginia Lynchburg 59 to 14. This team is making some real noise and not just HBCU culture noise. They are making some noise against everybody. And they beating they're teams playing good football. down. They are playing great football. Um, unfortunately, Norfolk State ran into St. Francis uh, 45-26. Uh, looks like their, their year is off to a rough start. And then Delaware State lost to Merrimack. But this, this three-team race right here, North Carolina Central starting to separate them. I don't know, man. They separate themselves from the pack. Remember, Central was pretty good last year, but they they lost to A and T and they lost the state, uh, South Carolina State. Sorry, uh, my grandmother went to South Carolina State. I say it every year, every game. So I call it State College, is what you call it, because uh, South Carolina State College when she went now South Carolina State University, um, but State College, y'all y'all better. <laughs> I did not. That's a curveball. I did not. And I'm going to tell you, I was braggadocious. I was confident. I said, oh, yeah, South Carolina State wins. I did not foresee this. You got me. Not at all, man. 41-27. Now, they did play them in Greensboro, and North Carolina A&T is a very difficult team to beat at home. Oh, and they, they, they look very confident going into the game. <laughs> oh, my God, C.D. Lamb, you want to be a number one? And... uh <laughs> They look, they look even more serious post game. They're like they they look like they were ready to be there. It'll be were, interesting to see. Yeah, how and because they, they started out rough. Now you know that's their first win of the season. Now they, you know uh, they got upset by Central. Well, I guess it's not really upset. They got beat by Central. Yes, <laughs> I know a guy who called that game. I ain't gonna say his name because he might be on this very podcast. But shout out to that guy. Long time supporter of the pod, for sure. He get, he gets a few picks right every now and then. He's he's irrationally confident next. in the Gators though. But uh, next, 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 and then you next, know next. we got to we we got <laughs> to cover uh, Hampton. We're gonna cover Hampton. They got beat by Delaware. No, uh, we erroneously said that they played Delaware State, and we picked them to beat Delaware State. We did not know that they were playing the number two team in the nation in Delaware. <laughs> uh, who beat them 35 We're a joke. <laughs> the rest of the season is going to be rough. 
Yeah, it's gonna be rough. But hey, man, shout out to shout out to Hampton for at least getting on the bus and playing the game. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you hell for that boy. Say <laughs> good job there, son. Yeah, y'all got a participation trophy this year. Uh, this game. Um, did we miss anything in HBCU sports? I don't think we missed anything. No, that's it. That's it. Uh, Shout out to Dion. Do not go to Georgia Tech, though. Uh, stop stealing from HBCUs. Yes. You don't have Period. to be an awful human for generations and generations and generations. Uh, even though your great granddaddy was terrible and your granddaddy was terrible and your daddy was terrible. In the street. Yeah, man. Break the generational. I guess it's not a curse to y'all if you benefit from it, but you know what I mean. Not a curse if you stealing from poor people and getting rich off of it. Nope, they call that a jug. He's where I'm from. <laughs> At least where everybody's from. Jug season. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, they made movies about that. It's called Robin Hood, where they kill. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, um. We are now going to get ready for our basketball segment, man. A lot of media day news. A lot of media day news. Got a lot of uh just like it's a lot of clowny behavior. Yeah, it's um it's it's you can tell the, the regular season is starting. So uh y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 72 of the Splashcast, the Around the League edition. Uh, we are now in our basketball segment, news around the NBA and WNBA. Uh, you did hear Reggie Wright, basketball. We actually have stuff to talk about, and you know that we haven't talked about basketball in a long time because it hasn't been anything to talk about, and then today... Everybody wants to talk about everything at the exact same at time. one time. And, literally and two I, hours before the game, before we pod, is when all of this stuff came out. I was like, come on, man. And Reggie hit me like, hey, have you updated the list? And I <laughs> literally got off work. I'm in the process of showering, changing clothes, mentally preparing myself for the pod. No, I have not created the list. Then 30 minutes later, by the magic of hard work, Magic was good, work. yes, and by optimal? the mar- magic of hard work, the list materialized. Man, mm-hmm. I'm butcher that materialized. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tried not to say that. I was like, ooh, ooh. yeah, that boy added a couple L's in that in that one. But yeah, man, man let's 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 talk about let's talk I about. See what you did there. I feel like that was. A, I think that was a, a, a Florida shot. <laughs> it in there was not at all until I said it. Yeah. As soon as I said it, I was like, dang, I should have wrote that joke down. That was a good one. A lot of L's in Florida. And now I have a joke. I'm going to spell Florida with how many L's you have. F-L-L-O-R-I-D-A. Oh, you gave that to me. You spoon-fed that joke to me. Why would you do that? (laughs) This basketball. Y'all know I'm going to light into the Saints and Florida when we get into football. But let's talk. (laughs) Never even thought of seeing that happening. Oh. That. You did it, but anyway, let's 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 get right to this basketball segment. Um, Aja Wilson, man. come on, Kevin, bring your ass, come on. Well, yes, the, let's celebrate the motherfucking queen first. Las Vegas right Aces there. had a season two 
remember. They were they were so dominant. They had the MVP, the defensive player of the year, who's the same person, the all-star game MVP, the most improved player, the coach of the year, the final MVP. Huh? Becky Hammond. This is her first year coach. Yeah, yeah, and she was coach of the year. And they were WNBA champs, or are. Not that's, a, that's a full house. Sorry. That that probably is one of the most. Could you imagine having to play? That's disheartening. Because the thing is, the uh, what is it, Connecticut Sun? Is it the Sun? Hey, 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 NBA guys, look, you can play defense. I know it's, it's unbelievable, but, yeah, you could be a good offensive player and also play defense. Well, I mean, so has she supplanted Candace Parker as the best player in the WNBA, the most versatile player, the most dominant player? Candace Parker was pretty much. She, I mean, Candace Parker's still kicking ass now. Let let's her in the Chicago sky. Not it was just yeah. there now, not that far yeah. off. Yeah, um, you don't want to write her off. Asia, but Asia Wilson, real deal. she that this, real deal. this reminds me of the Giannis thing. Like she's she's ascending. Yes so fast and we saw it coming the thing about Giannis is we didn't see Giannis kind of Giannis was drafted and we were like we I mean we saw it but the world didn't know about Giannis fair yeah. if he, the world knew about Giannis they would have drafted him first Asia Wilson has been good her whole life like dominating her whole life Don Staley and Don, Don Staley out there gotta shout out Don Staley because she's out there just churning them out great human beings that are good at basketball as well so um, we just wanted to make light of the Las Vegas Aces. And Asia Wilson gets lit. <laughs> she, they had one of don't the show best up without four shots. parades ever. Yeah, don't show up without at least four shots. And she was lit at the press conference and drank more. Um, so As I, I have a few friends who graduated from the University of South Carolina, I can confirm that. Oh, her? Yeah, no, yeah, I can yeah. confirm it. They, I don't know her or not. But if you want right, to drink for we're here for it. It's a splash cash, you know. All right, man. Let's get to let's get to let's get with the shits. This is a roller coaster of events, my friend. CJ McCollum. Two years, sixty four like million dollars. I really like this. Solid move. move. I think it's a contract where everybody won. Um they get Zion back this year. Brandon Ingram, uh, amongst other players. You Don't still, they have Jackson Hayes? Yeah, you got Jackson, but Valanciunas is their starting four. Yeah, you got Ingram. Uh, who do they have running point? Uh, oh, and Grant? they got Herb Jones. Too. Don't don't sleep on Herb Jones. Yeah, I like Herb I Jones like the Pelicans. You know, I'm not the biggest Zion fan for whatever reason. Got, uh, but, did I say Zion? Zion's coming yeah. back healthy. Yes, and I think that Zion is the second shortest guy on that starting lineup. Yeah, saw, also the these, the, while we're here, we go ahead and address this right now. The NBA back the line. These people are not the right heights. <laughs> I, on every team, I see somebody, and I'm like, oh, you're not the right height. DeAndre Hunter is seven feet tall until proven otherwise. DeAndre Hunter is, uh, solid, is a solid 6'10 right now. Zion looks 10. like he's like 6'5. Brandon Ingram looks like he's 6'10. Every team I look at, their heights are wrong. Uh, their starting point guard. Oh, I forgot they got Jose Alvarado. They got Gary Clark, Devontae Graham, 
Herb Jones, CJ McCollum, Trey Murphy, Larry Nance Jr. They got a lot of pieces. They got a lot of pieces. I feel like they need Brandon Ingram to take another step, which is not fair to say to me because Brandon Ingram has taken another step. I think they need to – I think they will be better suited with a point guard they can facilitate. Grand Theft Alvarado. I like that nickname. I like him, but I still think I think he's a I think he's a top tier backup. Really? I think he's gonna be. Yeah, good. I do like. I mean, when he I mean was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not a starter. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's not a starter. Yeah. I like when he was like, "Can he shoot?" Yes, I can shoot. Then he shot the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's hilarious. What else happened, man? So. Then you had, of course, they talked about Zion, and Zion is coming back. He said he's lost weight, which he looks like he has. Um, he, he also said he took notes about everything that everybody said. Who? <laughs> All the jokes. Take notes on your weight. Nobody is hating. See, that's my issue with, with this no, no, generation no, no, now. No, 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 no. You can't say he's soft and all that other stuff when they made a whole Mardi Gras float of him with a broke foot eating fried chicken and bloating. He was like physically Kool-Aid soft. He was he was eating. What do you mean? Yeah, but you can't no, we can come see on, it. man. Nah. If you broke your foot and they made fun of it, you gonna take notes. I, I don't blame Zion take notes. Be mad. Be angry. I wanna see angry Zion. I wanna see it. Be mad at your diet. How about that? You can be, be mad right. at that too. Take it. Hey. It is what it is. We gonna see. We gonna see. Uh, other news, KD got inducted into the University of Texas Hall of Fame, class of 2022. Other notable players was Sam Acho. Uh, KD, they had basically like a whole shrine. That's his mom showing up. Uh, he looks so uncomfortable as a human. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, look at the way he walks. It just... <laughs> I mean, he's seven feet tall. <laughs> Can you? I mean, think about it. If you had to walk around and sit in furniture meant for a third grader <laughs> as a regular sized person, you'd be upset. You'd be uncomfortable too. But I mean, Kevin Durant, he he is very loyal to Texas. Oh, Royal Ivy was there. Uh, folks forget DJ Augustine was on that team. Like that was a that was a squad. Um, yeah. So shout out to KD. Um, this is some well deserved good news. About KD, yeah. For, Finally, no, this is some well deserved good news for Texas. KD news way better than Texas news. Well, I'm saying because all we've talked about with KD is the Nets. That's all we've talked about yeah. is the Nets. Um, yeah, I mean this is this is great too, but I, I think Texas needs more good PR than KD does. Amazingly, think so. Texas, Texas, Texas don't under, need no good PR. Texas gonna be Texas for people gonna love Texas whether they go zero and a hundred or a hundred. Yeah, but but. But you still have to, at some point, like win something, and they haven't even been competitive. Do you? Do you really have to win something? Look at no, all of these teams that exists. don't win. I was about to say, look at all these Notre teams Dame. that don't win. <laughs> now, hold on now. You just, you, boy, you brand new. Brand new. Brand new. Brand new. Brand how, new. How am I brand new? Georgia was winning. Georgia was winning. Texas don't even win games. I ain't even talk about national championship. Georgia was winning. Texas don't even win games. Oh, you talking about just like winning Win. records. Type Have a winning record. Be relevant. Texas hasn't been relevant I'll since. I'll give you all that. When has Texas last been relevant? Colt McCoy? 2009? 
That's that's dastardly. And I'm that's not mm, a joke. Yeah. That's not a no, joke. No, uh, it it hasn't really been since Mac Brown left. Texas and is Charles not Strong sick. era came and left. Man, Josh says Texas Daniel is Jones landed demanding. Be running like he they be. sitting pretty. Man, you you got what what do you say, Norwell? You got to show me. I mean, you got to show me, bro. Because that Manning plays quarterback. He don't play 21 other positions. So, and they coming into the I'm, SEC. I'm glad Kevin West is here. Playing let's, against let's, Alabama. let's move forward. So, we're going to see. the very next one. Hey, Ben Simmons says he'll be shooting threes with the Nets this <laughs> season. <laughs> I told y'all, media day came hey, out, and it was just conference. a bunch of stuff. Press conference, press conference, press conference. I will also be shooting threes for the Brooklyn Nets this season. Because <laughs> we lie. <laughs> Shit. Everybody will be Look shooting ahead. threes for the Brooklyn Nets this season. So, Boy, you uh, don't even know if you – they don't even want you on that team. Woo, Boy, let's be real. Check them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But Kobe said, you know, RIP, he's got to get a jump shot. He's serious. If not, he'll regret it. You don't want to retire and look back and go, man, if and go, man, if I had a jump shot, what would I have done? So, I mean, they're killing Ben Simmons. But he has apparently he's been working better on your jump shot. Uh, now, this is what I'm tired of seeing. We done seen four seasons now. Boy, if five I seasons of him hitting <laughs> Ben if I Simmons. see Zion dominate in a basketball gym or Ben Simmons shoot any more gymnasium threes, you know who I else I saw? About this. <laughs> you know who else I saw gymnasium threes? Rudy Gobert was hitting threes in the gymnasium. So no, I don't believe it. Now if he decide, that's a- also, that is actually impressive. Just to see him do it there is that's impressive. But I, uh, it's also discouraging because you six foot ten playing against everybody that is six foot five. I you should I understand you're probably working on your game, but you should be dunking at all times. You know what the most frustrating part is? This looks good. If he if he did this, he would probably be the wow. See, <laughs> he would be LeBron. What are you talking about? This he is, would be this Le- is LeBron yeah. James. This yeah. is LeBron. This right is the now, next iteration LeBron. of LeBron because he can guard every position. Um, do well, we still you imagine, know how no, he? Time do out, you, do time we? Out, ever? Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Imagine if he comes out and he plays like this this year. Kevin go tear it. Kevin go tear the whole world up. You, you probably would have to move out of Philly. Like you, because the, the crime rate would just go up out of everybody just being mad. You just have to move out of Philly. I, that I, is I, the I, only thing that I pray for. I pray that this is him. I, I, imagine if he hits a game winning three in the playoffs against them to end the series. Boy, you imagine if he really plays like this. Now, we all know, let's be very real, this is never going to materialize in a game ever. But if he really came out and was shooting like that and dribbling like that. He can dribble like that now. The dribbling ain't the the difficult part. No, I'm talking about the shooting and the dribbling at the same time. (laughs) One step jump shot. He looked like Dirk and LeBron put together in that one playing against regular people. Um, but considering he won't dunk on Trey, and <laughs> he you explained know what you that didn't too. See? He actually explained that too. He explained that he's he didn't know that it was Trey. He said, "You know, at that point, they're all just jerseys out there." I just turned around and I, and I saw that Thibault was open. He said, "Hindsight, if I knew it was Trey, I wish I had just punched that shit." 
I said, man, that's problematic right there because anybody else that's six foot 10 and 30 pounds heavier than everybody else on the court except uh, on the team would have dunked the ball. Shaq saw jerseys. You know why Shaq dunked on people? Because he's Shaq. Sean Kemp saw jerseys. Everybody sees jerseys. They just dunk on There's people because they're trying to embarrass that you. That. that means your vision is questionable. It also means <laughs> that you really make you like, why did you too big to be worried about who under there? <laughs> That's like me getting out there playing with a bunch of fifth graders. Well, I I just saw a jersey. Damn, well, I'm man. making it to everybody here. Oh, <laughs> uh, Kev said he must have been playing for the Hawks on the low. Shit, point shaving. That's I fine. can see it. That's fine. I can see Thank it. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> you thought we was gonna have an issue with that? No, not today. Look at your man's. It's unfortunate, man. Lonzo Ball to have surgery on knee injury. Uh, will be reevaluated. Didn't he just have surgery? Um, I think it was an ankle. You know what? And the bad part about this is this is where I blame. I think this is a LeVar issue. LeVar forced him to wear them shoes, and his ankle and knee just have never have been. Have not been the great. same since he wore them shoes. And and he, he eventually said that he was having to change shoes multiple times a game. That That is... Now I don't if get in the family. The, I don't get in the family all, friction or anything like that. But that is a that is that is that will cause some strife. That that is like that is the true irony of life is for Lavar to be this guy that most people don't like for him to really manifest all his sons to the NBA in different facets, and then the big baller brand shoe is what does it for the original son, and so like. It's like a movie plot. You get all the way to the end. You get them there. They get ready. And then your first son, he just struggles with knee and ankle issues because of the shoe that you forced him to wear was also probably the biggest thing that got him to Now, this is was. a theory. I will say this is a theory that you have. This has not been proven that this is the Yeah, issue. this hasn't been proven. But he also did confirm that he had to, like, change shoes every quarter, yeah. every half, because he was, like, bursting out of the shoe. Yeah, so... Um, all theory though allegedly allegedly you know we gotta put that out there we don't want you know I don't want no ex-football players to be showing up at my door LeVar no this is right so this was this was the a follow-up surgery to the setbacks he's had from his meniscus tear in January yeah 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 yeah. so this this isn't a new injury this is the setbacks that he's been having um unfortunately so and it's crazy now that we're talking about it, that we also got news that Leangelo has been signed to the training camp squad of the, the Hornets. So you, LeVar, have manifested. Everything you said you're going to do is manifested, right? Especially if Leangelo hey, I mean, can, he's been... can make the team and make the active yep. roster. Um, you would have had I all mean, three if you can keep the getting league. them G League checks, there ain't no slouch either now, I mean. No, and he's playing pretty well. He's just not as athletically inclined as the other two. Unfortunately, um, but you know, T's and P's. He's the best, though. Yeah, T's and P's to uh, uh, Lonzo. We hope you get well, man. He's the the quiet one of the group. Doesn't really say much. Doesn't really do much. Kind of stays out the way. Stays to himself. Uh, he has I've been all a Lonzo the potential fan in the since day one. He's got all the potential in the world. He's a really good defender. Um, he's six six. Or is it six yes, five? He's a yes, he's six, a large traditional point guard. Great great facilitator, good defender, 
limited attitude, plays hard, plays tough, gets out of the way. Yeah, man. So uh, T's and P's to Lonzo as well, man. And then, of course, we got a whole bunch of Giannis news today. Um, If y'all remember when Giannis played against the Lakers back in 2020, Giannis explained uh, he basically demolished the Lakers by himself. And <laughs> he like everybody dunked, else. I think he dunked on one of the healthy Lakers. All the other Lakers were hurt. And he put on he did the crown gesture. He did the crown gesture. Now I think this is PR. I think he said it was nothing against LeBron. He said that's my last name. My last name means crown. That's cool. But you ain't did that gesture for nobody else. You didn't do it. I went back and looked. He ain't do it really in no other game except for playing against LeBron. Now, I'm going to say I'm not criticizing because I love the smoke. I love the smoke. I'm here now. This is me. Look at me. Look at me. This is my league now. That's basically what he did when he did that. Yeah, I, I think that it's great that his name means the crown returning from somewhere, something like that. That That's the, the entire explanation. Uh, I also like that. I think he should have been like, yeah, I was talking to LeBron. What you going to do about it? And I don't think that anybody in the NBA has the balls to take the crown from him. So until otherwise, it's his. I, I think, bet you won't I don't know it. if anybody – yeah, I don't think anybody wants to – I don't know. If, I, I think LeBron has that – the only person I've seen actually go at LeBron relentlessly is what Jason Tatum. Uh, you know, I mean, come out on the floor. I was about to say, "Oh boy," from uh, Detroit wanted a piece of him, but <laughs> he was big mad too. <laughs> but um, I, I I like the smoke, and I I think LeBron probably thinks this is some BS. Um, beat him then. Yeah, you got to beat him. He did. You don't like so him. Beat him. <laughs> uh, what else happened in media day? Uh, Pop said nobody here should go to Vegas with the thought of betting on us to win a championship. If that ain't the most honest answer you can say about your team, there was no political BS. There was no, oh, uh, well, you know, championship is where we always strive for. My man said, look, man, we just we about to go out here and just try to get better every day. <laughs> That's all we going to try to do. Hey. And and that's what he legitimately said. He said, "I want to I want to take the roster and I want to get every player. I just want that player to be better." And that's a realistic expectation. And that's also a guy who I trust to really coach a good team. Uh, and if I'm a team right now looking at players, that's the guy who like those are the guys who I'd be interested in. Also, this makes the Dejounte Murray trade way more understandable. He was never going to be a part of that. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, I there. This this makes there was no sense. way he was going to sit there for another rebuild. He was like, "Nah, this is this is my prime now. This is me getting one. This is my prime. I want to win. Two. I don't want to get the reputation of being a good player on a bad team because then you're not going to want to yeah. pay me because my contract is up in two years. So." But this this is also the Spurs being in tune with their players and knowing what's going on and making a good in hindsight, this is this is actually the Spurs doing right by a player, which is good because we haven't heard that, you know, the whole 
Kawhi Leonard situation that didn't go over great, and it it means I that question, you're tapped in I with your players. The and, problem with that, but go ahead. It it has to be them because they question whether or not he was injured, and he's been injured ever since. Fair. That's theirs. I know we don't want to blame, and you know the Spurs are kind of like the Patriots. It's one of those teams that everybody kind of gives the the most rope, and they just believe they run a perfect organization. I blame that Kawhi thing single handedly well, on the Spurs. They ran they ran their championship off and the, Toronto said, Drake said, Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you think Pop will become a front office guy or you think he's just gonna walk away from the game when he retires? When he's done, he's done. Yeah, any, I, I think he's basically the front office ass. role now. I mean he's basically playing a front office role now in a I don't think he wants to be a corporate he's guy. He's doing both. He wants no, to be he, more of a player development guy. I don't think he wants to be a full time corporate guy. Yeah, no, uh-uh. and he's—I don't think that he has—he don't have the demeanor to. He's going to tell you the truth. The rest you know, of those people—that's not a job you can really be that transparent. You know, it's funny. You see more of him here in this expression with the with having fun with the game than yeah. he did before, because there's no pressure to win. Also, he's a great developer of coaches, and he has yep. a mean pipeline of coaches in the NBA. I Absolutely, pipeline. I said pipeline. And and on top of that, he there's another one that you missed where you know they asked him, "What's your motivation to come to work every day?" He said, "My paycheck." Every pop is he's the human embodiment of the things that I think every day when I go to work. Why am I here <laughs> for my check? <laughs> Hey, nobody here should think I'm going to do all this work today. <laughs> Bruh, this I'm going to do what I can, and I'm going to go home and try again tomorrow. How about that? Bro, this game. Oh, they about to fight. They are about to fight, though. But this game. How? Is, uh, How are you going to fight in the score of 6-6? Six to six? <laughs> This game like watching paint dry, dog. Well, if you don't Two line up and try to play. Hey, play football. If you fight anything like you play football, Bro, I'm not scared. It's not a late hit, man. Y'all, yo, these quarterbacks are punks. Well, I'll get, man, you can't tread the Look at the court. Why are you talking about quarterbacks? Look at the two quarterbacks playing. Don't neither one of them (laughs) need to be playing in in any game. No, man, listen, stop. I'm saying because they keep treading the lines outside of the field. They keep treading, like they they run on the sideline and they tiptoe as far as they can go. And then right before they get hit, they step out of bounds. And you got to, you're supposed to pull up as a defender. Man, that's Bush League, but whatever. Uh, back to basketball. Back to basketball. Let's let's go ahead and get through this so we can talk about uh all of the disappointment for football for, for Norwood. Not disappointment, but uh this is an interesting move for me. Dallas big free agent signing this year was Christian Wood. They are now going to use Christian Wood as the sixth man and start JaVale McGee at center and keep uh, Kleber as the starting four. What do you think about this? Hell no. <laughs> I, I, hell, I can't say hell, hell no. Let me tell you, there's no way that you're going to tell me Max Kleber going to go out there at the four and I'm going to sit on the bench. I'm not the <laughs> biggest ego guy in the world. I'm not going to sit. I'm not trying to big time anybody. But him, his ass is on the bench. Either he on the bench, or I gotta find a new new team. And I've been finding teams. You you, you this will just be another one. You brought me here to sit me on the bench behind Max Kleber. 
Well, one of us, one of us is stupid. I don't than even me. think Max Kleber starting is the problem. I don't know if I would start JaVale McGee. I think no, JaVale no, McGee, McGee is more McGee suited is... is more suited to come off the bench and give you a bunch of energy for a short spurt of time. I don't think he's supposed to start. This is very simple. There are three people who you starting. Three people, two who, two spies. Who you starting? Kleber and Christian Wood. Why? What does? Why would you start Kleber instead of McGee? Uh, he shoots threes, stretches the floor, opens the opens the floor up for Luca to do his damage in the post. <laughs> everybody else can shoot. You can play. Can everybody else shoot? Who can't shoot? I don't know who else is on their team. Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, he's healthy. Spencer Dinwiddie. What's his name? I can, yeah, Spencer Dinwiddie. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith. Dorian Finney-Smith. I, I just think JaVale McGee doesn't really serve a purpose out there. He's the, be- he's the best. Out of those three guys, he's the best center. The, depends on how Jason Kidd wants to play. I don't. I don't like. I said I wouldn't start Javale McGee. Touchdown, Saquon Barkley. Um, dang, that was a good run. I I don't. I don't know. I don't. I definitely. First of all, I definitely would start Christian Wood. Now, Javale McGee and doubt. Max Kleber, y'all can have a joust to the death for all I care. Uh, but I was about to say fight. <laughs> I don't care who. Hey, whoever wins wins the spot. If he dies, he dies. But the thing is, and this is what Christian Wood needs to do. If you if you really want to be honest, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be put in this situation. You should play better defense. Period. You should play better defense. He plays good enough defense. He does not. He does not play good defense. That's the, that's the knock on him. He plays good offense. That's a knock on him. He doesn't play good defense. If he played decent defense, he'd be the starting center. There's no way if he plays decent defense that you would actually start JaVale McGee. There's no way. But I, th- I mean, I think I think that he's mostly been paying out of position. I think that he's he's a be- he's a four. When he plays the four, hey, yes, JaVale is your rim protector. Man, I don't. I, I don't. like Christian Wood as a player a ton. A ton. I, I'm not I, saying I don't. I, am, I agree with you. I think he's a good player. I don't think he should come especially off the bench. at that price. I think he. I, he's a super value. Uh, yeah, but I, I don't. I don't think he should be the sixth man. I don't. I don't. Uh, we we know he's a value. We know he's a good talent. We know all of that stuff. He's saying. Ma- I think, matter of fact, Dallas, if y'all want to come, we'll send us Christian Wood. He can't afford that. What are you talking about? Look what Christian Wood's getting paid. Look what Okungu getting paid. All our money is set. Our dollars, money is set. Dollars right, to we dollars. don't have. We can't take no dollars for dollars. We be taking on more money. We can't do that. Tax is not my problem. That's the Tony Wrestler problem. And Tony, okay, well then Tony Wrestler not gonna do that. How about that? <laughs> if that's what you want to play. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you so can find fourteen million dollars. Oh, it's fourteen million dollars and it's expiring. You can get you can get a kung Wu and all the holidays you want. How about that? We just said Christian Wood shouldn't come off the bench. So you saying you would bring him off the bench in Atlanta, but you wouldn't bring him off the bench in Dallas. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> if y'all think he's a bitch player, I want him on my bitch. No, you yeah. just said he's not a bitch player. No, I don't think he is. But if I if that's a bitch player, I want for sure. <laughs> okay, well, everybody. Wants. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I it, I will say, Jason Kidd as a coach, aside from faking a spilling his drink to get a free timeout. He's made a lot of the right moves. When we coached the Bucks, he made a lot of the right moves with Gian- with Giannis. He made the right moves. He got Luca to unlock some toughness. Uh, in He's his game. so Jason Kidd is the exact right guy for Luka Doncic. Though he does all, he knows how to. Hey, you want to pass and facilitate and be the master facilitator? That was me. I can yeah. rebound well. You know, hopefully, he can teach him how to play a little bit of defense. But if Jason Kidd and Luka Doncic as nah, a long-term according to partnership. You, Luka is the number one defensive point guard in the league or whatever you was arguing with all last year. I mean, I, I, I always think even if you play good defense, there's room for improvement. No, nah, man. That's, that is hey. – that was hey, I'm team full, Luka. I'm team Luka. That you know that. full Angus know that. bullshit right there, what you just said. But hey. um, what I was saying before you cut me off, uh, I, I think – you did. I mean, you literally cut me off in mid-word. Uh, but uh, Jason Kidd, if there's anything over the last couple of years he's done, is he's earned the ability to say, trust me, right? He got the Dallas Mavericks with Luka Doncic and the Stars. Uh, uh, what is it called? The uh, <laughs> I'm David Ruffin, and these are the Temptations. He got Luka Doncic, and these are the Mavericks, to the finals or to the Western Conference finals. Oh, and oh well, this kind of segues into the next portion. Is Crowder being out in Phoenix? They say that one of his his possible destinations is Dallas. Yeah, I know. I Um, think I think I like him more than Dorian Finney-Smith too. I'm sure I like him more than Dorian Finney-Smith. Why? They both play defense. They both shoot threes. One is younger, more athletic, and taller than the other. You you literally just muted yourself. You muted yourself. You muted yourself. Yes. I just like Crowder more as a basketball player. I think he's a little bit more. I don't know if it's it's not polished, but just more of an adult ready to compete for a championship. Speaking of Crowder, man, you're right. Uh, he's going to try to go to... Uh, they're mutually going to uh, part ways with him. They've been really trying to get rid of him for a couple years now. Um, I, I think I don't know why. But you don't. He's a good have rotational a good, player, I mean, but I, oh, he wants to get paid. That's why. And he's a good rotational player, so they're gonna try to get him out of there. Um, but just in talking about the Suns in general, you kind of jumped the gun. The Suns have had one of the most tumultuous off seasons in their history. Uh, with their owner selling the team after making racial comments, all types of comments. I mean, he he covered the bigoted gambit. He got racial, equal sexual, opportunity equal. offender. <laughs> yeah, uh, EOP. Write that down. He's an EOP. Um, they've had a lot going on, and what's crazy about that is you have this with Jay Crowder, which is small news. What started all of this was the DeAndre Ayton news. The tumultuous offseason was the DeAndre Ayton thing. 
And the thing about the DeAndre Ayton thing, they asked him at media today, how did you feel about the Suns matching the offer? And he said, I was happy. And it was like, that's it? He's like, yeah. Obviously, DeAndre Ayton wasn't happy. He does not want to be there. He does not want to be there at all. And you you have to start looking at this team for what it is. Well, you got a center who's not happy about being there. The guy who plays your power forward, he's out. Which means they're gonna have to pay Cam Johnson. They have to. Which if he's I not, think they already did. Which, I think they paid him already, or they're about no, to. Uh, they're not yet, to. but they they say like three or four years, seventy-five to eighty million dollars, which I think which is good for us uh, when it comes to DeAndre Hunter. Uh, but he's he's clearly a downgrade from what you had at power forward. Uh, you're gonna your Bridges is clearly a guy who you believe in. You're gonna pay him. You're going to be able to pay, you know, Booker is the guy. But also, how many more years do you think you have of Chris Paul? This team is is kind of falling apart mighty, pretty quickly. So you've got – he's probably got two years left. Maybe. And, and, I mean, how many how many years do you think he has before he's not uh, – I mean, he's, he's up there in age, too. Who, Chris Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, mean this you is, can't. This you is can't. pretty much it. You you got to make moves. I think you trade James uh, Crowder for uh, either a, you you got to kind of play the long con here. You got to trade Crowder for a couple uh for a couple second round picks or some money or a backup. Well, you got Cameron Artis Payne, so you don't really need a backup point guard. Uh, and then you try to you package do, some other players. Court, that front you gotta, court needs, needs a overhaul. Well, you package some other players, and you got to put yourself in position to go out in maybe a year or two and have multiple picks in the draft and get a young point guard. That's the only way that you're going to be able to play it because their money is tied up. They can't go get nobody. Like, they don't really have a lot Would of you assets take, to trade. If, no. if you about to are the magic. Trade? Oh, the magic? If you're the magic. Are you willing to trade him? Who is him? Aiden. Trade for Aiden. Bomba. Wendell Carter. Jonathan Isaac. What does that leave you with? What does that leave you with? That leaves you with Bomba at the... Five. Nope. You just said Bamba. I mean, not Bamba. That leaves you eight at the five. Jesus. Bonchero at the four. You don't. You didn't have a three before. Don't have a three after. Oh, is that the deal? No, you can't trade Aiden and him and expect to pay. If he hasn't been paid yet, you could trade Aiden and him. You get Bamba back. You keep you saying Wendell him, Carter. He, who you got to say name? Okay, Aiden. So I'm trying to play this out of my head. So Aiton and Crowder, I'm trading from Phoenix. In return, if I'm Phoenix, give me Mo Bamba, give me Wendell Carter, and Jonathan Isaac. I do like Aiton on the Magic. Y'all, please, and I come feel, on, I y'all, feel y'all, like y'all are, y'all are my friends. Please don't make me curse. Um, Mo Bamba, Mo Bamba to the uh, to the Suns is a good move for him too. Speaking of players that want to uh, 
improve their shooting. We should have talked about this after we talked about <laughs> Ben Simmons. Bam said he wants to get 18 shots a game this year. Now, he has steadily increased. He went from five shots to six shots to 11 shots to 13 shots. But he said he wants 18 shots a game this year. And this is something that they have asked him to do is become more involved offensively. I don't think he really has an option. Uh, I don't think he really has an option to get shots up because this team is doesn't have a lot of they don't have a lot yeah for me i mean i selfishly put this up here because i read this is what i would like for john collins oh you didn't tell me that i thought we were actually (laughs) no we are going to discuss this because i think it does make perfect sense it's no reason for him not to get 18 shots up it's not like anybody else is going to there's no there are plenty of shots to go around on this team now, especially no PJ Tucker. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Duncan Robinson. He went from, you know, getting paid to basically out of the lineup at the end of the year. Jimmy Butler doesn't, you know, he, he's not a guy who has to shoot every shot. Kyle Lowry probably shouldn't shoot every shot. I quietly have a lot of questions about Miami. I know that they're a competent team. Yeah, I know that quiet. they have some You've good been players. you questioning Miami since they got beat. <laughs> and PJ Tucker left. Man, you ain't been quiet about that at all. I was actually questioning him all last season too, because I just don't I don't see it long term. I think but I think they're on the precipice. They're trying to make moves. Pat Riley's they never really serious. been a long term GM since he got LeBron. Everything they do is for now. They don't really have yeah. a plan for the future type organization. But That's Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry was the poison pill for now. I and I don't know how I saw this and they didn't. Because they were terrible well, well, because they thought it was going to be good for right now. They thought it was going to get them to over the hump to win a championship, and then they'll deal with everything after they get the championship. Unfortunately, that's what putting all your eggs in one basket, and then when it doesn't come to fruition, it doesn't happen. So, uh, I think if Bam gets eight, but to to close this one out, if Bam gets eighteen shots a game. And he shoots what fifty percent, and you assume that he hits one three a game. That's that's twenty points a game. No, don't assume he hits one three. Assume he hits some free throws. It, it is very real, realistic for him to be a twenty and ten. He ain't gonna hit no three, but he'll shoot free throws. He'll probably make three or four a game. That'll get him to his twenty. He'll get ten rebounds, especially now with no PJ Tucker. Yeah, that's he's on. He's on. He's on, he's on pace to have a good season. <laughs> I was getting there. I was, uh-huh. I, I was getting there. Uh-huh. I was, I was saying three. I was going to the free throws next, and I was, I literally was saying twenty, and you cut me off again. But twenty points a game. I was saying he's gonna, he could easily be a twenty and ten guy, which then does make them a formidable team in the East. Uh, <laughs> they just, they, they will definitely have to make some moves at the trade deadline. Um, I don't understand know. how their team work. Like they're another team. Oh, that's another team they that's interested in Crowder. He he. Unfortunately, I hate to say this, Crowder is a step down from PJ Tucker, and it'd be kind of inconsequential. Crowder, I I the more I think about it, the more inconsequential. Me and you have different opinions on Crowder. Yeah, I I see. To me, James Crowder, (laughs) he he's not. What's what do you always say? You can go find him. You can go find somebody to be Crowder's role. 
you don't have to get Crowder. You can go find, there's a lot of people that can be Crowder. To me. Mm. I don't, true. I don't, I think that there are guys who can do that, but those guys typically get picked very quickly because teams see their value, i.e. PJ Tucker, Bobby Portis, those guys. When you find are your guy. Tier above, or tier above Crowder. Yeah, I, I, said I, I did. I to me, it, it just it, it, yeah, it just to me it depends on how you're how you deploy him. To me personally, what do you mean? They're all deployed the same way. They're all play defense and shoot through. Yeah, but Crowder is a perimeter defender. Bobby Portis is more post defender. Uh, I mean, they just they have different skill sets to me. But I I like Crowder a lot. And I think yeah. that I think that he's a valuable part of the Suns. I think their only issue is, is they already have Bridges, who <laughs> I think you respect how good Crowder is, but you would probably want a little bit bigger of a person at that four. Consider Mikael Bridges is not, you know, you got a kind of small team already. Your front court is small. Fair. Um, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the basketball segment of the Around the League edition of episode 72 of the Splashcast. We are now going to get to, I guess this is our final segment, the football segment of the Splashcast episode 72. Um, I got smoke for the Gators. Um, and I have smoke for Please. the Saints. Uh, y'all stay tuned. Listen to the sounds of the Splashcast 36 pack. We'll be right back. Please remember, we are less than a month away from basketball season. Basketball season opens on October 18th. We are the best time of the year. Y'all be safe. See you soon. Y'all be safe. Be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, to the final segment of episode 72 of the Splash Cast, the Around the League edition, the football segment. Uh, <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is the laugh. It is definitely sinister. It is definitely filled with a lot of smoke and sarcasm and facetiousness. Uh, where do we begin? Where do we begin? Um, let's go. Where should we start? Let's go with college football. I want to go college football. Let's go ahead and get that out the way. There's really not let's much I want to talk about. Um, college football. Um, it was kind of a push week. Actually, it wasn't a push week. Let's go here. It was a whole lot of games. Um, this week, uh, a lot of games that didn't matter. A lot of games that did matter. Uh, we picked a bunch of games, bet a bunch of beers. By far, the best game of the day was um, Clemson versus Wake Forest. I did not expect that game to be that good. Uh, Clemson ended up winning 51-45 to 45 in overtime. 51-45 <laughs> to 45 in overtime. Uh, Wake Forest impressed me a lot. I didn't expect for them to be that good. Um, uh, what? Uh, dang, what is the quarterback's name? 
I can't think of his name. But anyway, quarterback DJ DJU for Clemson was twenty six of forty one. DJU Lalele. Um, DJU is what they say on ESPN now. So DJU <laughs> is twenty. He was twenty six of forty one for three hundred seventy one yards and five touchdowns. The, the thing that I took from this is he looked more consistent. He made a lot of passes that were in tight windows, uh, a lot of over the shoulder passes that were very very impressive. What I took from this game that I did not expect was how bad Clemson's defense looked. To allow 45 points to Wake Forest, who, of course, is the number 21 team in the nation, but to allow 45 points to Wake Forest and you're supposed to have the number one defensive line in the nation is inexcusable. Inexcusable. I think we can all confirm that they did not have the number one defensive line in the nation. No, uh, they do. For me, no, they do. I kind of predicted this game was going to be close. I've been watching Wake Forest out of the corner of my eye. They're one of those teams right on the cusp of me wanting to want to disrespect them for not believing in them, but they have been playing pretty good football. For me, I don't – if I'm a pro team, I'm not really super interested in DJ Ulalele. Uh Well, he's only – he's still got get, another year of – well, no, nah, he ain't staying because they got that freshman quarterback that they're wanting him to start, so – it's getting more and more interesting for Dabo. Let's just say that. Why? Dabo just signed a 10-year contract extension. <laughs> Dabo ain't going nowhere. I mean, I'm not talking about the contract. I'm talking about the winning and the losing. They're undefeated. For now. Uh, Another game that I, I thought Maryland – I told y'all this was going to be a close game. I, picked, I think I picked Maryland to win. I think I did pick Maryland. I think you did. Um, and I think Tonga Bailoa ended up getting hurt, but uh, Michigan that was a close game, of course. Wisconsin and Alabama looked like who we thought they were. I mean, Alabama and Ohio State. This game right here was frustrating. Um, last year, uh, last week, everybody was crowning Georgia the best team in the nation. Um, they were Struggle crowning with Georgia the to have one of the best teams. Uh, of all time, this is the Alabama. Looks like Alabama's team. Blah 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 blah, and they proceeded to have one of the worst games I've seen them have under Kirby Smart uh, with this amount of talent. Um, Stetson Bennett didn't throw any touchdown passes with one interception. Um, the defense looked out of place. They had allowed ten points over three games, and then allowed twenty-two points in one game. Lad McConkey. Was, is supposed to be this great receiver, and he is really, really good, but he had a bad week too. But thank God we had Brock Bowers because Brock Bowers is that dude when it comes to he's, – yeah. he's firmly in the uh, Heisman talk to me right now. He's, I think he leads the team in rushing TDs. Firmly in TDs. Do, do the Atlanta Falcons need a second tight end conversation to me? Whether you Answer, need him or yes. not, you're going to draft him. He's taking somebody's right. spot. Parker Hesse. I'm, I will <laughs> you out of there. <laughs> um, of who? course, of course, uh, the big upset of the game day was Oklahoma losing at home to Kansas State. And Adrian Martinez, the transfer from Nebraska, 21 carries, 148 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, out awesome Dylan Gabriel, 26 to 39 for four touchdowns. Every It is an upset. But if you really think about Oklahoma, 
they're good for this almost every year, blowing a game at home to somebody. Um, and this so, is this is new Oklahoma. The real Oklahoma is USC. Who, just like the real Oklahoma, almost blew a game against a team that they were supposed to beat. Uh, but they yeah. had a last-minute touchdown to Jordan Addison, uh, who I thought last year, I was like, he's a really good receiver, but he also played at Pitt. You know, he didn't play against, like, great defenses. Well, he's out there in USC, and he's doing the same thing even better with a better quarterback, more talent around him. So, uh, USC is your sleeper. Um, they squeaked away out over Oregon State. Hey, Kentucky, 4-0 Kentucky, number eight in the land, struggled with Northern Illinois. Um, Lukies. The, the Salukis. Will Levis, 18-26, 303 yards, four touchdowns. Um, they played pretty well. Texas A&M, game of the day. Game of the day. I hate it for Sam Pittman. I hate it for Sam Pittman because they played a decent game, and K.J. Jefferson tried to jump over the pile and score <laughs> from the five-yard line. Ended up fumbling. <laughs> and they ran Thank it you. back 99 Thank yards for you. a touchdown. You are the realest MVP. I appreciate everything you've done for me. You helped me from not having a terrible weekend. Uh, and I picked Texas A&M back, back in the corner head in, in a vice. And they got it done. Yeah, they, they didn't win this game. Arkansas lost this game. Uh, I hate it for the kicker. I've never seen somebody hit the top of the goalpost. And when I say top, I don't Ever. mean – I don't mean like the front, the top of the front. He hit the little top of the goalpost. I've never seen that happen before. Um, Sam Pittman is doing good things in Arkansas. Unfortunately, you now have to go play against Alabama after getting beat by Texas A&M. Hey, Jimbo, you ain't looking to all that money y'all done, alleged money y'all done spent down there in that recruiting. Y'all, y'all was looking rough. Legend. Y'all looking rough, and I think they play. Uh, was it LSU next week? No, not LSU. They got a big oh, game coming goodness. up too. Uh, LSU plays Tennessee next week, and then of course we see all these other games. Utah beat Arizona State. Thank God again. I will reiterate Arizona State. I wish you nothing but pain and strife. Um, Penn State beat Central Michigan. Oregon. Oh my God. 29 points in the fourth quarter. This is why we don't yeah. believe in Pac-12 football. Yeah. Shout, shout out to uh, shout out to Oregon's new coach, Dan Lanning, former Georgia Georgia defensive coordinator, uh, for getting it done. Uh, hated I bet it against you, but I thought Washington State was going to win this game in for 3.5 quarters. I was correct. They had 15 points. And then three point five quarters. And then how long was I right? Point five quarters. <laughs> how long does it take to get the job done? Point five quarters. And all of a sudden, Washington it's like Washington State just lost their their magic superhero pill and realized that they're a thirteen year old teenage boy and not Shazam. Like they just figured out that they were not good all at one time. And lost the game. Bo Nix had the game of his life. 33 out of 44. And, and y'all talk so much trash about me and Bo Nix. 
It was like me and Bo Nix was in the same garbage bin together. Oh, he think Bo Nix is going to be good. He think Bo Nix still has it. And who got me home? Old Bo. That's like hitting a scratch off. You don't you buy a scratch off in hopes that you're gonna win, but you know that you're probably gonna lose, and then you finally don't hit the you, scratch don't off. Don't you love when you hit on a scratch off? Ain't <laughs> when it you one hit of the that scratch off, that... it's like, oh, I got it. Yeah. Uh old miss I told y'all. <laughs> old Miss barely beat Tulsa. Uh I told y'all this was gonna be a close game. Iowa State barely lost to Baylor, and Iowa State's coach was livid after the game because of a perceived error by the uh by the officials byu washington all of these games don't really matter except for these two texas you are who we thought you were you got beat by texas tech i told y'all it was gonna be difficult down there in lubbock and they went down there and got beat that's a tricky game because it can just cause a problem what beats y'all have Bijan always gonna have a good game. Sixteen carries, one hundred one yards, two touchdowns. But remember, their quarterback is hurt, so they couldn't throw the ball. Um, he gets it done. New Bijan, yeah, now, this he, he's is number this one is pick. the one that I told y'all about. Boy, right Miami, y'all this making me. me Miami, y'all making me look like I just don't know anything about the game of football at all. Because I picked y'all to be a sleeper, but hey, show uh, your team right here. Hey, man, um, I'm glad they finally made a quarterback change because that dude Van Dyke looked like he was atrocious. Not looked like, is atrocious. He was atrocious against Texas A&M when but they I lost 13-9. to y'all, I, I say, y'all can get hype about Miami this year like they real. It is not real. It is not. It is fool's gold. It is pie right. It is a lie. It is not real. Non-existent. I'm glad you brought up Pyrite, not real and non-existent. Because I'm going to scroll on up to where you said um, that Florida was going to beat Tennessee. You bet multiple people that Florida was going to beat Tennessee. And I'm going to let y'all know right now. (laughs) Uh, I will say, Anthony, shot of a round of applause. Round of applause. Round of applause, Anthony Richardson got his first two passing touchdowns of the season. It doesn't matter that one of them came with 17 seconds left in the game and another one came uh, on a 20-yard pass where the receiver ran the other 40 yards and broke three three tackles and all that stuff. That's fine. Anthony Richardson had a hell of a game, 24, 44, 453 yards, two touchdowns. Y'all defense, I never thought out. Florida has supposed to have all the speed in the world. It Y'all, hasn't. And the thing about it is the defense hasn't played that bad until this game. You allowed Ventrell 13 Miller, carries for 112 yards and one touchdown from the quarterback. He's That kid is good, man. And the I, I, I will tell you this. And that's the reason Dang, Galladay. I don't I don't like that Billy Napier plays so conservatively. It bothers the hell out of me. Yeah, and he doesn't seem to play with the most he doesn't seem to play with the most high the most 
logical and reasonable football methodologies. We definitely oh. should have we should not have gone for that first one. We should have kicked the field goal. That ended up being the difference of the game because if we had those three points, we could have kicked the field goal and tied it, but we had to go for a touchdown. So he plays, doesn't play very aggressive, number one. And number two, his IQ doesn't seem to be there. But we have played a relatively difficult schedule. I don't care what you say. Utah has some players on that team. I saw them with my own eyes. Tennessee. Hold on, bro. <laughs> that, kid, that, that kid hooker is good. You are a walking contradiction. You literally lament all of other football, Alliance football. You don't believe in the Pac-12 hey, at all. That I don't, but I saw that, that dude who plays running back for Utah is a whole damn man. Yeah, he is a man. He, I can't. I can't. Is, he, he was for real. You. You don't. You don't see me change my mind very often. You don't see me. Somebody. You don't see me watch somebody like. You know what? You have completely blown my mind. I have gone from one place to another. That kid. Time, hey, if 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 he gets to the second or third round, he's still available. Falcons, go get him. He is a man. Falcons don't need him. Um, Tennessee man. Tennessee looks good. Florida, according to your words, bad. I, I mean, we we you, you got the games it. that we've lost. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna go ahead. We played just as good as Tennessee played. No, you didn't. They played 38. They played five points better than you. <laughs> what you talking about? I hate that. You, I hate <laughs> that you're gonna literal Larry me right now. You are a piece of trash. As you know, it's a five point game. And you were you were in the group chat. Well, tell the people in the group chat. You thought they almost tricked it off there at the end. Because I don't believe in Tennessee, not because I believe in y'all. Whatever it is. <laughs> so okay, so you believe? Yeah, so you believe in us the same amount? None. No. Okay. Yes. I, both of y'all are zeros. Is that if that's what okay, you want to say? Okay. So so we're close to being zero. It, yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. I did not like the outcome. I think Whoa. their offense played play better. I think mm. that we're about where Tennessee is. Scripture on y'all. I think that <laughs> I think that we're so. I think we're about where Tennessee and Utah are as as rankings. We just have a tough schedule. I don't think that many teams have played two teams that good. The meek. But that's shall just my opinion. The earth. The meek shall inherit the earth. Bruh, everybody don't have this cupcake schedule that you first have. Shall I came out wait. You, and you talked so about Georgia for talk about Georgia so bad. Like that's the thing about it. I never really talked trash to you. You talked about Georgia. Your so schedule bad. is so it is trash. so. You can only play the teams that are in front of you. You oh, can only play the teams oh. that are in that's front not. of you. Now I will say, Justin Shorter, the man that caught one of Anthony Richardson's touchdowns, seven catches for 155 yards, is a really good receiver. Um. Ricky Pearsall, he is. Mm, that's another he, walking contradiction. You don't necessarily believe in a certain type of receiver, except for when they're I like Florida. Ricky. I'm I like sure Ricky you do. P, man. Sure you do. Sure you do. Sure you do. But you don't nah, like because I didn't like whatever. I didn't like. I didn't like the it's other fine. dude. It's uh, fine. It's fine. It's fine. They went to play um, for the Eagles, who we don't name on the podcast. But according, you keep, you keep. You don't want me to quote you. That's why you keep like over talking. You said, and I quote in multiple episodes. If we ain't playing for no national championship, then the season is over. So, are you? Season is over. Are you? So are okay. So are you watching the game to 
see what's going to happen for next season? Or are you just going to stop no. watching the game? I w- I'm really watching the games to see who Billy Napier is. That is all. That is the most important thing that I want to get from this season. We we've As a been coach in ever since for next season because this his season career. doesn't matter. We know yes. he is for his career. I, Riverboat gambler. No, I don't. <laughs> no, because he if he gambled at the right time, I would be better. But there are five like it, during this season, there are multiple occasions where I'm gonna tell you how bad it was. Me and my brothers got up and we start. We got on Facetime and talked about this. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on with this man? He is wanna, making bad football decisions. You wanna know why? If you lose the game and, and you just lose the game, I'm perfectly fine with that. Making football decisions that look like you should be coaching middle school, I cannot I can't get with that. You know what it is? It's it's the fact that he really doesn't have any faith in your defense that's why you go for it on fourth down because Tennessee hold on hold on hold on on. because Tennessee's offense is quick pace score really really fast and he didn't have a lot of faith in defense early and he started going for it on fourth down because to keep Tennessee from rolling our defense has played well until this game we haven't really just gotten the door's blown up off of us offense. I mean, defensively until this very game. So I don't know why you would. I don't know how you know that going into the game. He started this very early though. Yeah, because you know you're. A, I mean, obviously he's the coach. Obviously he knows something that y'all don't know. Because I don't know that he it. obviously knows anything. Because I see his decision, they look stupid. <laughs> I think obviously he needs to reassess some of the things that he's thinking. But I don't. Y'all I don't twenty nine points to Utah. Twenty six. Man, y'all deep. Y'all defense ain't playing good. Y'all out twenty eight points to. Hold wait, on. Don't y'all played twenty eight points to South Florida. Y'all let twenty six points to Kentucky and twenty six points to Utah and thirty three points to Tennessee. Y'all are at twenty six, twenty six, fifty two. Y'all are averaging now, thirty s- points a game. Y'all are allowing thirty points a game almost. But remember, Anthony Richardson was throwing them interceptions that was putting people on the five-yard line. So the defense was fighting That's That's an fair. uphill battle. I will talk a lot of shit, but I'll, 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 I'll give you that. Anthony Richardson. Yeah, the defense the defense was like, uh, we're we going to try? But you didn't put him here. You put him in the red zone. When do you bench Anthony Richardson? It's, well, you can't now. He didn't threw for 500 yards. <laughs> he wasn't the problem. Nobody knows. No, nah, he definitely is the problem. No, it's coaching. We don't and I and the same thing me and my brother's talking There's about. Stop no running that wide receiver screen, bro. Man, that play kill, is dead. Is D E A D dead. There's no way that Stetson Bennett, if he had zero touchdown passes going into week four, that you would allow me to say that it's the coaching. No matter what happened, there's no way that you would accept that argument. So for you to say that it's coaching for a quarterback whose sole purpose is to throw touchdowns, have zero touchdown passes, and four tackles going into going into game four. There's no way. Also, I'm going to bring this up since I brought Stetson Bennett up. Wait, 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 wait. Who looks like the better quarterback now? 
Anthony Richardson. Andy, well, Anthony Richardson had a better <laughs> weekend than him. Stop that. But who shit. is the better now, quarterback now? You know Anthony Richardson is the no, better quarterback. No, I don't. But, I know Anthony on, wait, Richardson wait, 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 can wait, wait, throw wait. the ball 75 let yards. Let me, let me finish. <laughs> That's all point. I know. The same That's way, all I know. The same way that I was looking at Cleveland uh, and what they were doing with OBJ is the same way that I look at them. You have a player who is a good player. You have to do a better job of putting this player in a position to win. And I don't think that Billy Napier's offense does that on a regular basis. How now I will say the Tennessee's Napier defensive responsible line for four interceptions and two for pick sixes. How? Because because we run that same wide receiver screen over and over and over. If you, you notice the yourself the said spot. that y'all don't change the offense from Spurrier. You said that. And that's not that can't work with him. <laughs> you but you you, can't you said do that. it was gonna work with him before. You said no. this. I'm not saying anything that I said. I'm I saying that everything that you was, said. I thought the I thought the offense was going to be more open than it than it was, and it's not. Man, I'm, 453 yards is an open offense. 453 yards is an open offense. That's an open offense. If you if you watch the game, I yes. I watched it. If you pl- if you play with guys who are good, they're going to be able to beat matchups. But if you look at it, it's stupid. I can see I can see bad play calling. The last shall be first, and the first shall be last. Hey, you enjoy this. Because I'm going <laughs> to tell am. you. You can't tell? I'm enjoying this. Because so, I told you. That's the part that I, I keep reminding you. I told you this was going to happen. What did you tell me? I What'd told you. you I said, me? don't let Georgia win a national championship. I said, don't let it happen. I said, every time I brought oh up Georgia, God. you came and talked trash to me. You would text me on my birthday. Fuck your birthday. Georgia sucks. You did this every year since I've known you. I cannot You've wait done that, for you and guys I told to you, I'm, I'm going uh, to be I don't so... care. See, and you know what's funny? You said you can't wait for us to lose. Hey. Again, you said to me that our season is made when y'all lose. And now your season is over according to your words. At 2-2, two and two, yes. week 5, you are giving up on the season. You are giving up on Billy Napier. And you are waiting for Georgia to lose. It is funny how Literally, we have done. So I don't have to hear you. That is the bad. No, you gonna oh, hear boy. me. You gonna hear okay. me because I I listen to you for I'm how long? I know you. you. Six years, seven years. Turn it up. What's Turn it up. Earn it because I'm gonna tell you. About ten years, ten twenty. <laughs> we gonna have a whole different show when y'all lose. I'm coming here with a suit and towel. I'm gonna have sunglasses. Oh, <laughs> whoa. I'm excited because I know pride comes before fall, and you will be humble. And you know what? When that when that time comes, look at you try to requote scripture. That's cool. Listen, I'm brother. I'm going to tell you, <laughs> man. You y'all some y'all some crab gators in a barrel. Y'all just want I everybody to be bad because y'all. Hell, suck. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna have Herschel on the show when y'all. Lose. That's fine. That's fine. You better oh, go pray to Tebow. You better go pray to Tebow. <laughs> you gonna have to figure. You better it shoot out. every shot of your gun, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm gonna take that. Oh, you better shoot every one you got. Shoot them all. Shoot I them am. All. You keep giving me the bullets. You y'all hey, gave me the four interceptions and no Aaron touchdowns. Hernandez you gave me that. I, I has I ain't say nothing about Aaron off. Hernandez. You Get said Herschel. Percy Harvin I didn't off. say Percy. Oh, I didn't Lord. say nothing. Don't try to take the jokes away from me because they write themselves. You mm-hmm. did this to yourself. You can only be mad I, at yourself. You can only be mad at wait. you. 
<laughs> you, I hope you can I wait. can now. I hope wait. you can wait. I'm, <coughs> I'm going to build a fake grave in the background, mm-hmm. and I'm going to dance on y'all. After I <laughs> oh, my goodness. Make sure you dress as a zombie because y'all been dead. Make sure you dress as a zombie, brother. We got a whole segment to go through here. We got a segment to go through. But I don't really want to talk about nothing else. I don't really care. Florida sucks. At the end of the day, Florida is horrible. Enjoy it. Boy, enjoy it. Enjoy. Oh, Lord. Hey, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? There are three teams from the SEC East ranked in the top ten. Three. And none of them are Florida. Who would it? Now, I will say that's a funny joke. I never thought I'd see that day. Never thought I'd see the day that three teams from the SEC East were ranked in the top ten, and Florida is not one of them. None. I never thought I'd see that day. We played a tough schedule early. That's what happens when you play real games. I know everybody don't know what that's like, but we should see. Which mean, y'all, I mean, y'all did baby. play a tough schedule, but I mean, y'all also played a tough game with South all, Florida. All in due time. And you should have lost to South Florida, wait. to be honest. I cannot wait. Uh, keep it moving. Keep it moving. Um, It was an eventful week in college football. <laughs> I am proud of Anthony Richardson, though. I do have a lot of jokes, but at the end of the day, he is a really good talent, and I'm happy that no, he – No, keep the hate. Keep no, the hate. No, 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 no. Ain't no hate. It's true. Y'all suck. But um, – What? Okay. Boy, because you know – I don't know why people set me up, because you know I'm – I cannot wait. I'm coming in character. I'm going to be a whole different co-host by the time. Ooh, Lord. <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> oh, man. Just don't you set yourself up for failure again. Higher yeah. heights, baby. Don't Just set know this. that. Whoa. Will Florida lose to Vanderbilt? Is the kind of <laughs> disrespectful. Y'all already lost to half of Tennessee. Y'all might as well lose to the other half. Um. <laughs> You worry about what, what you got to pay Lamar since you keep keying over there <laughs> in the back of the classroom. <laughs> you and the New York Yankees over there just been the At least Lamar broke. winning. Y'all Boy, paying athletes to lose. Lamar winning. Oh, Y'all paying man. athletes to lose. Um, In the pros, the Bears got their second win of the season. Of course, they played the Texans. But the Bears got their second win of the season. The Titans. Hey, the Raiders are 0-3. I I remember this guy saying that the Raiders are not good and that quarterback y'all tried to trade and then y'all signed him. <laughs> Am I crazy or no? Are you talking about the Raiders? Yes. So the thing is about the Raiders, though, they haven't played like a cupcake schedule. They played, what, the Chargers? Who'd they lose to? The Titans? And who else? I can't remember their third team. It's not that they if play you want to be a good team, you have to beat good teams, right? I don't know. You let me know. Hmm. The Falcons beat the Seahawks. The Gators beat the... <laughs> it was there. You. <laughs> I'm on a roll now. Shoot, <laughs> shoot man. I'm going to tell everyone in your gun, you better shoot it. <laughs> Get him, Josh. Um, is it time to panic for the Raiders? No, you just bought this car. What panic? How? Got to panic. You own three. They had a closed door meeting. The coach and uh and I don't know uh 
Al Davis Jr. I don't know his, his real name. Al Davis. This, this this team is an episode of power. Whatever you, the stupidest thing you can do is what they're gonna do. You got John Gruden. That was stupid. You paid him a hundred million trillion dollars. That was stupid. You almost fired Carr. Then you signed his boy, and then you re-signed him. That was stupid. This is this is what you get when you make a bunch of bad decisions. I'm not surprised by this. You know what the worst part about this is? They're the only 0-3 team in the entire NFL. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It is no, it unfortunate. Ain't. Seems about right to me. So, the game of the day was the Dolphins versus the Bills. You had so much going on in the Dolphins versus the Bills. Um, the Bills were missing their entire starting secondary. Um, they started th- three rookies. One was a six-round pick, first round, second-round pick, uh, and the humidity was down there. And obviously playing in New York and playing in Florida in 90-degree weather is two totally different things coming off of a bye week. Josh Allen did everything he could to win this game, but the Dolphins are a really good team. Um, I don't know if I'm ready to call them really good now in terms of they're going to win the division because Buffalo wasn't at full strength. But Was it Jordan or, Col- or Colby who said, I didn't? I never lost a game, I just ran out of town? Ran out of time? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it was Kobe. But who? Whoa, whoa! That's exactly what I saw with Josh Allen. He, I even say he. No, nah, I say he lost the game because he he missed Isaiah McKenzie open for the game winning touchdown. In the end zone. But just the way he was, he was willing. Like, man, if he, he was out there with no he, running back. Like I'm, he just, had I'm another do forty-five it. seconds. He was going. And I and I still, you know, I'm not all the way in on believing on Josh Allen quite yet. But that was impressive to me. That and even What's though he lost, he lost shooting. He didn't lose. Yeah. He didn't give up. He didn't Yeah. Shoot him. Hey, if you got him, shoot him. But the NFL yeah. is in trouble with this shit too. Yeah. The not the NFL. The Dolphins. The Dolphins well, yes. seem to just can't get right. Since the Brian Flores thing, they do they make the wrong move at everything. And I will say, Musty Mike McDaniels has this offense rolling. But Moving. you can't see that your quarterback woozy take him back in there and bring him back into the game and they say, oh, it's his back after he hits the back of his head on the ground. And then, as a league, say that you're championing player safety. You're trying to bring take concussions out of the game, but he literally was woozy. Like everybody saw it, you couldn't hide it. They took his him straight to the locker held room. Held him up because he could not stand on his own, and you put him back out there to win a football game. I wonder what happens if they actually find that he had a concussion, and they did not do proper protocol. I wonder what happens. Do they take there's, draft picks away? What do they do? Is there any doubt in your mind after seeing that video that he was fully concussed? No, not at all. Not at all. Did you? He's, he was definitely are you concussed. a doctor? I tweeted and text all y'all. I said two was out of the game. I was like, two was out. It's over. Came right back on. Are in. you a doctor? Nope. 
I have eyes. Did you stay? Did you stay <laughs> in a Holiday, Holiday Inn Express Inn. last night? Nope. Okay, so even for you, the uninitiated, it's very clear that man was openly concussed, and they <laughs> stuck him right back in the game. He looks concussed in this photo. Yeah, he didn't know where he, he was trying to run off. And yeah, that's I I've had a concussion before, and there's no way that you could. Uh, he's tough. I will say too, it was tough, but ain't no way I'd have came back in the game. But they are paying you millions, so I will oh, never no, forget. I was playing high school, and the quarterback had a concussion, and we were on the bench. That is that that is one of the scariest football moments I've ever encountered. Yeah, because they just he was. Zoned gone. out, zoned out, He's gone. In, you don't. He doesn't know where he is. It's 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 a it's a scary, it's a scary me, situation. He was telling me I have homework to do. Yeah, and I'm looking at him like, bro, we are in a football game right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's for real. So <laughs> <coughs> so even with Gosh. everything going on in that game, the game almost was decided. He looked like he farting out of football. A game was almost decided on the butt punt. We had the butt fumble, and we thought that that would never, ever be topped. And then <laughs> you had the butt punt. Probably the greatest photo of the season. Probably the player of this year. The funniest player of the year. Play of the decade? I mean, it's the butt and punt. And it's great because you won the game. It's easy yes. to laugh and kiki at these things when you get the W. If you lose, somebody's getting cut. <laughs> exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. That's the play to get somebody fired. Somebody's doing the wrong thing. But when we win, we can laugh it off. We watch it on tape 75 million times. Everybody can get into it. Uh, I think, uh, what was his name? Sanchez is, you know, happy that now there's somebody to go with him. So you got the butt punt and the butt fumble. Uh, your boy steps out of bounds. Dan Orvlosky is thrilled about that just because. That was 49ers. You talking about the 49ers? Yeah, it was a yes, whole lot. Yes, but of I'm stuff just saying, just in general, we're kind of living in two different time periods where all of these stupid things are coming back. <laughs> right now. Uh, what else? Oh, so we do joke about Mike McDaniel's a lot, um, calling him musty multiracial Mike and all that stuff. But still need to I shower. Hey, I will that say is what, he, it is, bro. what makes what what made him the coach was that he was innovative, and one of the things that he taught and former Browns wide receiver Andre Hawkins was talking about is at the game, uh, at the line, he taught his receivers to act like they were crossing over in basketball, because that gives them an advantage by getting people to move their body like they're crossing over. And one of the main people that he actually did that with was Stephon Diggs. So when Steph, well, there it is. So Stephon Diggs did that, and that's when he started to ascend to arguably the best receiver in football or a top three receiver in football, right? So if there's one thing that Mike Daniels has been hired for is the development. And when you give him Tyreek Hill, when you give him Jalen Waddle, when you give him a Mike Gusecki, they threw the game-winning touchdown to a dude I had never even heard of at tight end that yep. lined up at the slot and did the same thing. I watched it. He he really is a mad scientist out here. I, I like the innovation, and I also appreciate the players. I, I appreciate them 
finding a way to make it relative to players where it's interesting and the players doing what you've been coached to do. Because you clearly have coached him to make a basketball move, and that's the only reason you do that. Yeah. And it worked. He killed yeah. him with that. Yeah, it worked. Iverson worked, was man. that dude, too. <laughs> uh, I was going to kind of talk about Eli Apple and Tyreek Hill, but we got to move for time. Um, Tyreek Hill says he owes Eli Apple. Eli was talking a lot of trash from the AFC Championship game last hey, year. Hey Tyreek, Tyreek, go ahead and do that, bro. You on my fantasy team? We need we need more production than last week. So yeah. So y'all y'all better send T's and P's to uh, Eli Apple because I guarantee you they Ooh. are going to figure out a way to put Tyreek Hill on Eli Apple, and he's gonna try mm. to score a hundred thousand points. Good uh, luck, you guys. Uh, let's see, where's the Quentin Williams thing? Is that Instagram? Quentin Williams looked like no. he was about to fight. Quentin Williams, you know them kids that or them dudes that get grown but don't ever get facial hair, and they look like they about to just knock you out, and they look like just big kids. That's what Quentin Williams is. Quentin Williams is first round defensive end, defensive tackle, signed, drafted by the Jets out of Alabama. I think. He was getting Heisman votes, but he got mad and he was ready to go. Now, one thing about this coach, though, the coach was like, we can go. <laughs> he did not. He did not increase his speed. He did not do anything. He said, you want to stand up? I'm going to let you get your second off and I'm going to stand right here. And I'm not even putting my hands up. Nope. I'm going to give it to you because whatever you think you can get to me, I'm going to get to you faster. Yep. That is somebody that has been in fights. And it's one thing that you you can be strong and tough and all of that stuff as a young man. Don't nothing beat old experience. You be wondering why them old dudes be knocking them young dudes out real quick. And he looked okay, like he but was the more ready. I, the more I look at this video, I wonder what he said to him. Because if you notice, he pushed the coach back and not the player. And that's not typically how that goes. Look right here. He's extending his hand to the coach. Hey, coach, you need to back up. No. No, 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 no. I think they were just going doing that because Quentin Williams was, he said like three or four things. Like, But don't, okay, if I'm, I'm not talking wrong, about don't push said. me back. Uh, no, no, you ain't no, ain't no logic in that moment. What you mean if I'm not wrong to push me back? You got in my face. Whatever we talking about is over with. You in my face, you hollering at me. I don't care what the conversation is. If he walked up on me, do not push me out of the way. Nah. Man, at this, they're trying to keep the peace. So, Well, you need to get him then. If you, I, didn't, I didn't break the peace. The Jets better get it right because they, they got a lot of injuries over there now. Um, what are you Garrett talking Wilson, about? They, Joe Garrett Flacco Wilson's is their hurt. quarterback. Their, se their season and next season already over. Like Florida. Uh... <laughs> Uh, real quick, real quick, real quick. <laughs> Holiday foot, uh, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, uh, first year eligible Hall of Fame players: Chris Johnson, Jahari Evans, Joe Thomas, Dwight Freeney, Navarro Bowman, James Harrison, Cam Chancellor, Darrell Rivas, Shane Leckler. I think it can only be what five or seven players that can get in. Um, I don't know, but I like all of these guys. I think first ballot, it'll probably be Joe Dwight Thomas. Freeney. 
Jahari Evans, Darrell Reed, Joe Thomas, and Joe, Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas from the Cleveland Browns. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, played yeah. every damn game. Yeah, Joe Thomas. Yes, he played every Joe game Thomas. on the. Okay, Joe Thomas. I don't. I want to say James Harrison. But I don't uh, – because you got all these other players that are not first-time ballot guys that are going to get in too. So I I don't know if Chris Johnson or Navarro Bowman or Cam Chancellor or Shane Leckler are getting in the first first balloters. I think Darrell Rivas is because Darrell Rivas was that dude for like five years. So I I think Darrell Rivas – And Leckler probably too, I think. Yeah, he had a long career. Yeah. Um, Hey, Baltimore. Joe Thomas is – Hey, oh. Baltimore. We we got Ritter Watch and we got Lamar Watch. Boy, it is bad. Boy, back the Brinks truck up. Drop it off, my friend, because Lamar is number one in passing touchdowns, passer rating, and he's number four in rushing yards. And boy, he has Joe. more Look touchdowns. Joe Flacco has as many wins as Matt Ryan this season. Matt Ryan with the Colts. You know, I don't care what you say. Uh, yeah. uh <laughs> Josh holding on to that argument until both of them retire. Uh, <laughs> but hey, Baltimore, y'all better pay that man. Pay him. Y'all better pay that man. Y'all should have got the deal done last year. Um, he's so good. He has more touchdowns than almost everybody. There's only 32 teams in the NFL. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. There's only one team that has more touchdowns than him. One team only one no no, team. no no but only 31 teams are eligible don't forget you can't count the his oh. team so it's only so yeah 5 10 15 20 25, yeah. 30 so it's only one team there's 32 and there's 30 teams here 32 minus okay correct uh, your math wasn't math but uh <laughs> um lamar no it ain't no it ain't no it ain't Look, no, lamar that is not a good problem to have no, I mean it's a good. It is a good problem to have because you have him, and you could. They can at the end of the day, they can franchise him, and then he'll just sit out, and they'll have to figure it out. Uh, but you I you think that's a good solution for the strategy of your team going forward as you're trying to win? I I can guarantee you that he is not. They're not going to let him go. They will trade everybody. Now I will say Lamar will Lamar will have to figure out how to get his money and allow the team to still flourish. You don't have to do nothing. Okay. That salary cap is, is the team fault is the team problem. Not yours. Get your bag. Nobody was worried about you when using the green room by yourself. Just you and your mama, you get paid. You tell them <laughs> to figure out how to pay everybody else. Yep. Yep. I'm going to skip a lot of this stuff and I'm going to go right here. So, everybody thought, report was, Taylor Swift is expected to perform at the Super Bowl halftime show. This was reported three days ago. This was hilarious because I was like, well, Taylor Swift got it. It is what it is. And in my mind, so the way my mind You don't mind sound was, very thrilled about that. Um, why would I be? Unless Kanye is going to be there too. But in my mind, <laughs> the, way things, the, the way things work in my mind is – I was like, okay, Taylor Swift is going to be uh, is going to be the halftime performance. And I was like, well, 
that'll be a good time for us to have a couple drinking games and all of that stuff. And then, kapow, Rihanna will headline the Super Bowl halftime show this year. They went from Taylor Swift to Rihanna. And what my mind went is that Taylor Swift was literally going to be the halftime show. And somebody said, why don't you just try Rihanna? Well, we already sent Taylor Swift the contract over there and everything. We're, we're just ironing out some, some details. And Rihanna was like, yeah, I'll do it. And they said, hey, 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 go ahead and delete that. You can go ahead and keep that shredded, do whatever you want to do. That ain't unsend, got to be it. Unsend that email. <laughs> unsend that email. We all done unsend. it before. Recall that thing. Unsend. But in the words of Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. Uh, I think that. I think that the NFL should be thrilled to have an opportunity to have a football game while Rihanna has a concert. Congratulations to you guys. Uh, I hope that you guys understand that you are no longer what people really come here to see. It's Rihanna, my friend. Um, yeah. And I know that my team won't be in the Super Bowl, so I'm definitely more checked in for Rihanna. Than there is only one reason. <laughs> I mean, I, I like watching the Super Bowl, but Rihanna won. So – we talking about football, but let's let's because this I'm gonna end it here. We're not gonna go through the rest of this stuff. Um, Rihanna, do you think new music is coming now? Gotta be right. You don't have a Super Bowl get the Super Bowl halftime show to do all of your old stuff. Although I wouldn't put it past her. I didn't think about that. It's gotta be new music. To me, don't think too long on it though. But just put that. You put could that probably. Up there. Hmm, I don't know. That's a good question. She hasn't really put out music in a really long time, and yeah. I mean, you wouldn't expect your. Oh no, she could probably do. I mean, that's what the last one was. Death yeah. Row it was all great as his. It was no new music. Um. <laughs> yeah, everybody is refilling their drinks at the two-minute warning. Oh, I look like the Cowboys and Giants little post-game tussle. Yeah, they don't like each other for real. Um, Why? They both trash? That don't mean you got to like each other. What that I don't understand. That, you, you, see, you, could, you weren't that, 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 that was, that was, was what playing. you call a random shot. That had nothing to do <laughs> them being No, I don't mad. like that you want to be this tough after the game. Y'all weren't even good at this game was trash. Don't get don't try to be tough the now. The game turned up at the you end. Had 40, I was watching it. You had 48 minutes to to play tough and now this is when Oh. When what? I'm See, not going for it. I feel like you just you talking. But uh with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of the splash cast. Around the League Edition, Episode 72, Monday Night Raw. Norwood, if we didn't miss anything, take us out. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a fantastic episode. This closes out Episode 72. We're going to name this Pay HBCUs because that's what you should do instead of stealing from them. Once again, Pay HBCUs instead of stealing from them. How about that? You're going to pull up where they can find us, Reggie? There we are. This is the schedule here. Monday Night Raw. This is what you're experiencing right now. This collection of audio of us telling you about everything that's happening in the sports world. Tuesday, you will be able to hear the ATL edition, Braves, Hawks, Falcons, all of that. Wednesday, we have a fantastic 36-pack 
that gives you a gamut of rap music, R&B. Thursday, for anybody who missed Monday Night Raw, you can listen to it there on all your DSPs. And then Saturdays, we will do what we always do. Pick football games and bad beers. Oh, wait, no, my bad. I'm taking notes. Sir. All right. So if you go to Instagram, www.instagram.com, type in the splash cast, click on the link in bio. It takes you to here, which is our uh, link tree where you can find all of our links. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You keep going down, up, oh, slide to the left. Just trying to make y'all see the whole page. Go ahead. Google Podcasts at the Splashcast. Instagram at the Splashcast. Twitter underscore at the Splashcast. Twitch, where you can see us right now live. Also, TikTok, the Splashcast. That's a bonus playlist. The Twitter, where we tweet all the games that we watch. The Splashcast playlist home. The master playlist. And then also there's the Splashcast Facebook fan page, Anchor for the Podcasters, and once again, 36 back out this week. Yes, sir. Now that we've covered everything, of course, we didn't miss anything. Number one, number one, number one, number one. More black baseball and shout out to the Braves. Keep grinding. Number two, more black cowboys and cowgirls. Number three, and by far the most important out of all of these, the historically black college university you attended, your cousin attended, your favorite unattended, this person, that dude that used to work with you, uh, the school that he attended, send some money over there, support HBCUs, to the university in your neighborhood, the one that you go tailgate, you go to different events, and if you're not, please start there. Send some money over there. And then, of course... On behalf of the Splashcast, send money to the greatest learning institution in all the world, the Hampton University. We're asking that you donate $18.68 on behalf of the year that we were founded. On behalf of the Splashcast, please send the money to the Hampton University. Now that we've covered all that, we told you where to send your money. We told you where to invest your time. We asked once again these other people to stop stealing from HBCUs and pay them the billions of dollars they are owed. There's only one thing that we can do now, Reg, and what's that, bro? Hang, Hang out. out. We appreciate y'all. Until we meet again. Y'all be safe and run us our bread. And I'm going to make you mad even more. You lost in fantasy football. <laughs> I know. <laughs> y'all stay safe, man. I, I we love y'all. Did we hang on to the end? No, y'all lost by 29 points. Uh, we love y'all. Uh, y'all stay safe. Um, see y'all Saturday. Saturday morning live. Uh, this is good music. Bye. A new way of life. Water gives me strength, water bless me long time uh. Water down a vision that can never cross, I know What are my statistics when I read between the lines? See the way the light reflects on my deflections when I shine I synthesize the images of mine Beneath the imperfections is a will, I call it drive No way around it Swerving through winter visions, I wonder how did I get so blessed, you are the root of love water